Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Well, Jenna Ellis starts with us January the 3rd. Second. Second, rather. Monday the 2nd, yeah. January the 2nd. Monday, January 2nd will be the debut of the Jenna Ellis Show right here on American Family Radio at 7.05 Central Time each morning. Uh, our, our good friend Jay Christian Adams has been filling in and with Fred. Fred, you've been doing Fridays. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, Sandy Rios, uh, she was. She told me six weeks ago or so that she had decided to retire from her daily talk show here on AFR. And uh, so when she decided to do that, we were like, what are we going to do? <laughs> so uh, we prayed about it. And uh, <clears throat> God brought us. I'm convinced Jenna Ellis, we didn't really know Jenna. And we knew who she was and had mutual friends. But so Walker Wildman and I, we were the two-person search committee. (laughs) 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 And uh, just got hit it off with uh, Jenna. And she was excited to come on board with us. And her wealth of experience, even though she's a younger person, she's in her 30s. her wealth of experience and her uh, knowledge of current events, politics, the Constitution, uh, the Bible. Mm-hmm. She is a wonderful Christian lady, and we're excited to have her doing a daily show. What a, what a background. So, what a oh, background yeah. for, for a young lady. She's homeschooled. Yeah. So she has that all that background, Christian background. She's a lawyer. Yeah. Worked for Donald Trump. Yeah. In her 30s. Yeah. This is all. She's done all this. Yeah, you know the story behind mm-hmm. that? She needs to tell it, but I'll let her tell it when she gets. He called her after seeing her on TV. Uh-huh. And she ended up being hired yeah. by President Trump. Imagine being in your 30s. I know. And you've sat in the Oval Office with the President of the United States. I know. So anyway, it's going to be, uh, uh, she's she's a younger uh, person, much like Sandy Rios. Now they're all they have unique personalities, I understand, but I'm talking about you're gonna get the same biblical worldview look at the news of the day that you got from Sandy, you're gonna get that from Jenna mm-hmm. too, and we're excited about that. So and and then Sandy's gonna be doing a podcast for us. We're gonna be telling you about how you can get that too. So Sandy's gonna be with us doing her doing a podcast, but it's not gonna be a daily radio show. I think her first podcast is the ninth of January. So it's gonna be okay. a busy first week. Uh, Steve Jordahl, good morning, Steve. Good morning. It sounds like you could have the 7 o'clock hour wrapped up for the next 30 years. I know. Well, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hope so. Finding a new host is not easy, and people get used to having somebody on the radio, and they get, a, you know, so they don't like, none of us like changes, yeah. but it happens sometimes, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, so anyway, we're happy to have Jenna January 2nd. January 2nd. Yes. Show. Uh, Ray Pritchard's in Kansas City, and we're three in Tupelo, and then Alex is in North Carolina. Alex has ten. You got ten minutes left with us. Uh, at this point, seven. <laughs> seven. Hey, right, I got to put right. a plug in. All right, guys, but, I'm um, going to ask you. I'm going to ask you a hard question. I guess it's a hard okay. question. 
Okay. But uh, since we had intended to do this half an hour ago, but and I tried to keep this show on track. <laughs> it was my fault. I was rambling. Wow, I just feel like I'm being mocked right now. Steve just had a hearty laugh at that. Um, we all we all did. Okay, y'all lost. <laughs> I even laughed at myself. Idea that I would try to keep a show on track, but anyway, uh, I wanted to ask you, Alex. Uh, in the Bible, it talks about the uh, magi from the east following a star, right? Mm-hmm. Right. All right. What in the world is that talking about? Following a star, and is the when they get to Jerusalem and to Bethlehem, is the star actually shining? over the manger like we see in children's books? Uh, Well, yes, I think it would have been to some degree. Um, Daniel 2.48 talks about Daniel being made leader over, quote, the wise men of Babylon. And no doubt, you know, centuries later, uh, when the the Magi came from the east, uh, Persia, they would have, you know, probably Daniel, who was a political prisoner, had witnessed to them, and no doubt uh, Numbers 24, 15 through 25, talks about a star arising out of Jacob and a scepter. Now, who holds a scepter but a king? And, you know, the, the way that the wise men of Babylon knew, and they came, and the Lord led them, and the, the star which might have been some kind of Shekinah glory manifestation of God, came over to the house where the young child was. I mean, they knew of this, no doubt, because Daniel, even in his uh, predicament as a political prisoner, had witnessed about the God of Israel and the promised Messiah. Mm-hmm. It's a but how, how, long, how, how long ago was, did Daniel precede the birth of Jesus? Uh, 586 years. So you're telling me, and I'm not, people, please don't email me and call me and call me a heretic, okay? When I ask questions, I'm not asking because I disbelieve. I'm asking because I know a lot of people listening maybe are not Christians or are new Christians, and they're wanting to ask the questions I ask. So, therefore, let me ask you this in our last four minutes. Uh, so you're telling me that uh, the Jewish, uh, when the Jewish were people, were in Babylon, which is modern-day Iraq, right? Right. Okay, when they were in captivity, mm-hmm. that Daniel, talking about Daniel on the lines, Dan Daniel, yep, he would he would have told them about uh, God, the God of the Bible, and the coming of of Jesus. Yeah, the promised Messiah. And and let me just say, in short summary, this is real. This is historical. A real Jesus came in fulfillment of real prophecies. And the fact that Daniel, I mean, he must have very passionately said to the Babylonian astrologers, look, this might be after I'm dead and gone, but if all these things converge, uh, you know, out of Bethlehem uh, comes the Messiah, and uh, there's a star, go, go find this, because this is going to be the Savior. I mean... Honestly, folks, the fact that they would mount an entourage and travel from Babylon to... First they went to Jerusalem, and then they ultimately found the baby Jesus. I mean, this shows how passionately Daniel must have been committed to the promised Messiah and how much he was committed to share that with these these Gentile astrologers. 
Okay. Well, listen, Alex, I know you got to run. We'll uh, maybe pick this conversation up next week. And, and, and by the way, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 19 through 21, I have the privilege of, of guest hosting AFA in the morning, the, the morning show that ultimately Jenna will get in January. But I'll be on, folks, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So tune in, please. Okay, absolutely. And thanks for doing that for us. Blessings. Have okay. a good day, guys. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you, Alex McFarland. You think he really had to go or he didn't want to answer any more of my hard questions? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ray, you got anything to add to that? You know, I was going to ask Alex if he had, <clears throat> first of all, first of all, what he said about the Connection Book of Daniel is 100% right. That, that Daniel, 500 plus years before the birth of Christ, he was named by, he was named by Nebuchadnezzar over the wise men, over the guild that we call the Magi. They were the they were astronomers, astrologers, they were the most brilliant people in the world in that day. And Daniel, a Jew, was over these pagans, and yet God revealed to Daniel that the Messiah was going to come and gave him the approximate time, you know, the seventy weeks of Daniel. So he passed it down and it was passed down and down and down and down until until sometime around the birth of Christ, that star appeared in the east, probably in Persia, and those Persian wise men, descendants of the original Magi, who who looked to Daniel as their spiritual leader, they made the long journey to Jerusalem and ultimately to Bethlehem, just like the Bible says. So I think I think it all fits together exactly as Alex said. And I was going to ask him this, and, and Tim, in case I'm not on, when we talk to Alex next week, ask him, uh, is Christmas, do we know when Christ was actually born? Could it have been in December? Because that is kind of an interesting debate. Some people say Christmas should be like in September or April. And I'm going, I don't know. We do it in December. And does the date really matter? So that's a long answer to your question. I yeah. thought everything Alex said was fascinating. And I want to hear him talk about the date a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's a good, good point. Hey, were we having the uh, 12-month calendar then uh, when Jesus was born? Yeah, it was the Jewish calendar. It was the Jewish calendar, but that was oh, a... That's off a little bit from what we have today. That's a, the, but the, the, I had this as a trivia question last week because we... Uh, I bet Steve well, one of the answer. One of the Roman emperors changed from a 10-month to a 12-month to a 12-month uh, calendar, and I don't know if I was trying to remember that was preceded christ or not i don't think it was uh, all right steve jordahl good morning steve good morning how you doing brother oh man so much to talk about oh my gosh and you do have a paisley tie on i do have a paisley tie on yeah with a uh what striped shirt yeah you say yeah it's a conservative shirt today. yeah yep <laughs> what's a liberal shirt steve <laughs> well the madagascar shirt would be a less conservative shirt i guess okay all right what's a progressive because we don't allow that no, here. I don't know. At AFA. <laughs> no sleeves, I guess. <laughs> All right, Steve, what do you have, my friend? I have a $5 bill here. You sure do. You got And I will video. give it to anybody. Uh, we, we now know Donald Trump's big announcement. It came out. And I will give this $5 bill. I'll mail it to you, uh, Ray, if you guess this. Who had trading cards on their bingo card? What? What? 
Donald Trump trading cards. Major announcement. My official Donald Trump digital no, trading card collection no. is here. That that was that was the big <laughs> that announcement. That was the big announcement. What? These limited edition cards feature an amazing art of my life and career. Collect all your favorite Trump digital trading cards. Very much like baseball cards. <laughs> and they're digi- they're digital? Yes, you can buy they're NFTs. You can actually $99 each. You can buy it and own a unique copy of one of these cards. Well, first of all, for a, what what yeah. is an NFT? That's something to do with cryptocurrency. Uh, NFT is a non a non fungible token, and basically what it means is it's <laughs> it's something that is a physical thing that you can buy a share of or buy, and it you own the digital copy of that, and you can trade it, and you can sell it, and and, it, and Trump in ten is years it won't be worth it. Have his have his pictures and stuff. Yeah, on there. got one right in front of me where he's sitting in a, a Superman outfit. What? What? This, okay, I can see what in the world. This was the big announcement. This was the big announcement. That was it. Um, oh man, you're not serious. <laughs> I'm totally serious. Huh? <laughs> this was the world shaking. So man. nobody gets my five dollars, do they? <laughs> no. I'm no. kind of speechless here, guys. <laughs> what to say? Well, President Trump announced, was it yesterday or the day before, he would have a major announcement today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me this is it? That's it. You talk about spending your capital poorly. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Uh, major announcement, Donald Trump. Is this on his real truth? I mean, a I true think it social? Was, yeah. My official Donald Trump digital trading card collection is here. <laughs> These limited edition cards feature amazing art of my life and career. Collect all of your favorite Trump digital trading cards, very much like a baseball. But hopefully, this is serious, but hopefully much more exciting. Go. Bit a baseball card. <laughs> collect Trump cards and get your cards now only 99 cents. No. no. $99. <laughs> Each? Be- each because they're unique. You, there's one and one person will own that one. Make a great Christmas gift. Don't wait. They will be gone, I believe, very quickly. <laughs> uh, what? what did you say? You're speechless, Ray? <laughs> totally well, speechless. Okay. What What was Plan B? If this was if this was Plan right. A for the we, world, Shay, the, the, the smart the money before ideas? we got this was on that he was going to announce Carrie Lake as his running yeah. mate. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. no, it's trading cards. I, I, I don't I don't Just. think this helps the former president. <laughs> Maybe not. I, no. I don't think it does. No. This is the kind of thing that the mainstream media will just launch into uh, and they will they will start questioning his mental stability. This 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 is what you think of yourself. I, I don't yeah. think I don't think we've this known is go- that's what he thinks of himself. I, I don't a while. think I don't think this is going to end well for him. <laughs> you think that? No, <laughs> no. Uh, I'm gonna predict something here. I just don't understand. I know. He, uh, I think Governor Ron DeSantis is going to, if he announces that he's going to run for president, I think he's going to shoot to the top. Yes, even over former President Trump. Polls have shown that. USA Today this week. Of Republican voters mm-hmm. saying they, 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 many of them respect what President Trump did in office. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to look to who's best to win in 2024, then I'm just saying polls are showing, this isn't just Tim saying this, polls are showing among Republican voters that they prefer Governor DeSantis over uh, President Trump. 
And I just think doing things like the, what did you call them? NFTs? Trading cards? The, the virtual trading cards sales pitch today <laughs> doesn't doesn't help the president okay well, you're the former president do a contrast okay this is the former president's announcement today trading cards 48 hours ago governor DeSantis in Florida announced he's petitioning for a grand jury to investigate uh, uh, Pfizer and moderna what right. they did with regards to the vaccination he's going to investigate side effects of the vaccinations. All right, so he's doing that for the American people. Yeah. Versus this. I know. But what President Trump looks like, it's it to me it looks like a sad atten- uh, uh, attempt to gain some attention. You well, know money. what I'm saying? Yes. Not that he needs a whole lot of money, but. I, I just, I just don't, anyway. When you say you got a major announcement and this is it and you're a serious political candidate for office, uh, then you don't, you don't waste a, uh, you don't you don't waste a, it it doesn't become a little boy that cries wolf nope uh, moment you need to have something substantial <laughs> unless it's April one huh yep seems to me yeah all right well we'll see what happens with that but I I thought it was going to be something of substance but it's not yep. uh, evidently all right you're listening to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network by the way we're on the topic Ray anybody. Got any other names out there you think will uh, will run for run in the on the Republican side? I've got two or three. Who Cruz? Maybe Ted Cruz. I doubt it, but maybe. Mm-hmm. But Who I else think, you got? Uh, well, on, uh, on okay, I'm gonna name, I'm gonna name you three that I think are gonna get in, and this isn't in any order. And I don't think uh, I uh, uh, I think Governor DeSantis should he announce he will be the uh, favorite. Let me just put it that way, when the primaries start. But a lot of things can happen between now and then. And who knows if Governor DeSantis may decide, hey, I got enough work to do here in Florida. I don't really want to get into an ugly fight with uh, Donald Trump. I'll just sit this one out. But I'll just say, but he may say, hey, this is my moment. I can't wait till 2028 because that's, you know, six years from now. Or what would be five years from now? All right, so you got, uh, uh, I think Senator Tim Scott may very well run from South Carolina. Right. Mm-hmm. I think also his fellow South Carolinian, uh, Nikki Haley, the former mm-hmm. governor of South Carolina, she yep. may run, and former UN ambassador under Trump. Yep. Uh, Mike Pompeo. I like Mike Pompeo. He may run. He's the former um, Secretary of State for President Trump. Correct. You got two Trump uh, high-level officials right there who would, who would, if they ran, would be running against him mm-hmm. in the primary. Should, should well, Trump's already announced that he's going to run, right? Mm-hmm. So then you got, um, so you got those. I mentioned those three. Uh, former Vice President Pence, he may run. Mm-hmm. He hasn't announced either, but he may run. So you got four right there. Three of them. We're in Trump's inner circle when he was president. Yep. So, uh, those you got four. You guys got any any names? No, you the, think have, have you, been, you mentioned the high profile ones: Mike Pompeo, former Vice President Pence, Nikki Haley. They've been out there already. What about Tulsa Gabbard? 
she wouldn't be a Republican. I mean, she's not a Republican. So right, I don't. she just left the Democrat Party not too long ago. But well, I mean, her name yeah. has been mentioned as maybe a, uh, yeah. you know, a running mate for somebody on the Republican side. But uh, so anybody else? What about Governor Yunkin of? of uh, yes, he's term limited there in Virginia. He's his one terms. All you get in Virginia? Yeah, from and, governor could consecutive huh. be at least. I I I I don't think we've heard the last of Liz Cheney. And oh, not, no. oh, uh, no. I just think Liz Cheney, she may be a Ross Perot. Oh, wouldn't that be? Yeah, but she's not. To run as an independent, maybe? Is what she run saying? as an, she, there, there is still the element of the Republican Party, and I'll call it the, the Bush-McCain element in the Republican Party, the Romney element in the Republican establishment, Party. Establishment, so to speak. Establishment. And I think Liz Cheney is an angry woman. Yeah, but you uh, you got to remember how much money Ross Perot had that he self-funded his campaign. And also, he had some momentum to his message at the time. That didn't ultimately get him in the White House. But he got 10% of the vote or whatever it was, 15% of yeah. the vote, the popular vote. <laughs> but you know where Liz Cheney would get her money? But she does not have the money or the personality. She, you know, but you know where Liz Cheney would get her money? George Soros? Democrats. Oh. Mm. Yeah, Fred, I hear what you're saying. I don't think she gets off the ground. Uh, but, you know, you could be. But that is a that is a name who would get in as an alternative to Trump. She would be. She's a media darling. She would, she would, yeah. She's yeah. a media darling. Yeah, what about you, Steve? You got a name for us? Uh, I uh, agree with everything you guys have, have said. I don't have said. anybody new, no. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Do you guys disagree with me that if the Governor DeSantis gets in, oh, he, oh, he... absolutely. No question. He no. shoots right to the top? Right. Yeah. He'll be. He'll be. Yeah. Unless these unless these trading cards really take off. <laughs> <laughs> you just oh. never... You never know. We oh, live in strange word. times. I don't know. Mm. Oh, I don't know. All right. Okay. Go ahead, Steve. We only got a minute, but uh, this is so important. I just have to do this. We were talking about the um, the LGBTQ violence hearing that was there. I want you to hear, this is a representative, a congresswoman, Representative Katie Porter. And listen to what she says. This is cut 11. You know, this allegation of groomer and pedophile, it is alleging that a person is criminal somehow and engaged in criminal acts merely because of, of their identity. Um, their sexual orientation, their gender identity. She just said that pedophile is a sexual identity and, wow. and, and it shouldn't be criminal. Who is she? Katie Porter, representative from California. Congresswoman. Congresswoman? Oh, yeah. Man. That's sick. Mm. Yep. You know, we keep cro- you think she we realized keep- what she said? <sighs> we keep crossing bridges. Oh, they would right. never, you know, they would never say that men were women. They would never have right. uh, drag queens exposing themselves in front of little kids? Who would have believed that? Yeah. I'll tell you, we've got to be on guard for our children and grandchildren today because the uh, yeah. sexual, sexualized messages are coming from every direction yeah. in the popular media, yeah. entertainment industry. Huh? Yep. Even the American girls. You see that the other day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh? The trans babies or trans dolls? Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
All right, uh, listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Thank you, Ray. Appreciate it. You bet. Thank you, Ken. Steve, appreciate it. My pleasure. Fred, thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Alex McFarland, Chris Woodward, Adam Suddeth, our producer today. And we thank you for listening to American Family Radio. And I thank Tony Perkins for those pralines, brown sugar <laughs> candies that he sent me last week. Have a great day, everybody. See you tomorrow.